0: Hello everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful new year. In the church calendar, this time of year is called Epiphany. It starts on January 6th, and it is inaugurated by the Magi coming to see Jesus. But what it represents is God's light going into all the nations, that The gospel has always meant that god was seeking from its very beginning to bring the himself as the light of the world to every tribe tongue and nation and so that's what we'll be doing over the next several weeks in our worship service and what we'll be doing for our next few podcasts if you're going to talk about mission the light of the world You're going to talk about being engaged in God's world as we do at Redeemer. You have to start with what what is it that we are commissioned to? What are we on mission about? What are we engaged in? And in order to figure that out, we have to figure out what is God's mission in the world? The fancy uh, theological term is missio dei. What is the mission of God? And the truth is that the mission of God has always been the same that he created a people for himself, that he could be with them forever, that they would live in the world that he created without sin, without folly, without sickness or disease, without the brokenness that is in us and the brokenness outside of us, the curse of the ground that we labor under or on. That has always been the mission of God, and it's what the mission of God is at creation, even amid the fall and sending his son and on the great day where jesus says in revelation that he will wipe every tear from our eyes and he declares he declare he declares there behold i make all things new or i'm making all things new so the mission of the church our mission what we're commissioned to is to participate in the mission of God. Now, we can't participate in the same way as Jesus did. We don't die for other people's sins, but we do take on that manner, the manner of a suffering servant, because he is our Lord and we follow in his steps. At the same time, we need to hear what Jesus' ministry, as he declares it, in Luke. It comes from Luke 4. And Jesus is starting his ministry after 30 years of being a carpenter and just growing up. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as was his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day. And he stood up to read. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. This is Jesus starting his ministry and giving his mission statement that he is about this proclamation of the good news, of the gospel, and that gospel works its way into every inch of society, to all that is broken, to the poor, to the blind, to the captive, to the oppressed. And a really amazing thing he does here is that he ends the reading of the scripture with that passage, with this phrase, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. If you go back to your scroll of Isaiah, you realize that he stopped mid-sentence because the scroll in Isaiah says, and the year of vengeance of our Lord. And so what he's saying is, I have inaugurated this movement from God in the year of the Lord's favor, and he ends with an ellipsis. Yes, there will be a day of judgment, but this now this inaugurative statement this commencement speech is saying that this is the year and the the epoch of the lord's favor that this is the era of god's kindness and his grace to the world and when we talk about engaging god's world on his mission participating on in the mission of god as the church all we're doing is saying we're going to join this work Again, we don't die for people's sins. We don't have the power to change hearts. We don't have the power to change institutions, per se. But we get to participate in his work with our weak and broken selves, and it is amazing. It is an amazing gift. Now, that's pretty broad-stroked and big. What does that mean for us on our day-in, day-out lives? I don't think I can emphasize this enough. in the midst of our own brokenness, our own weakness, our own battered relationships, our own finiteness, our own fallenness and sickness and disease, the sin in us, the sin around us, the sin we participate in and the sin that comes at us, all the brokenness of the world, all the post-fall life, it is precisely there, wherever the curse is found, that we're able to engage engage in the mission of God. Yes, we want to be 100% clear in evangelism about the forgiveness of sin through the shed blood of Jesus. And we wanna do that for ourselves and for our neighbors, for our enemies, for anyone we come in contact with. And yes, it means when you get up in the morning and brush your teeth, you're caring for creation, your own creation, when you make a meal for someone, when you change a diaper, when when you're working your spreadsheet, when you are ordering your lives every bit of your life every bit of your life is on mission is engaged in god's world the problem with using the term mission is often it turns into missionary and we have a very limited uh, specific uh, uh, role that that takes place but it's 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 unfair both to the quote-unquote cross-cultural missionary and and us because every part of our lives relational vocational hospitable all of it is moving towards god's mission to make all things new again we don't have the act, we don't have the power to make those changes but we get to ride the train that is moving through the world in all of its beauty we get to bring the light that is in us to our neighbors to our friends and enemies to our challenging co-workers to our challenging children, to, to our challenging parents. That's, the, that's how we orient to be engaged in God's world. C.S. Lewis, uh, I recommend to you The Weight of Glory, an essay he wrote. And he talks about the fact that human beings, the people that we interact with day in and day out in the grocery line and, and or, or wherever, those who we snub and those who we discount and those who we ignore, that there is more weight of glory in them than, than, than nation-states because they're eternal, and nation-states are, I think he says something like, they have the life of a flea compared to being eternal. And that's the cool thing about the mission of God, both in our creation and in our salvation, is that it is eternal. And everything we do all day long has that hint of eternity in it. Yeah, we don't draw the straight line to knowing what lasts for eternity or not, or doesn't last for eternity. We don't, we don't have the, the wisdom or the, the insight to, to know exactly how our labors, um, how our relationships, how a kind word uh, lasts into eternity. We do have a better picture of when a soul forgiven and a body restored, and a body restored in the new heavens and the earth lasts for eternity. But we don't know the, the the calculus of all that, but we do have the promise that as we participate in our life in Christ with one another for our neighbors, that something eternal and beautiful is happening, some treasure stored um, in heaven. And when I say in heaven, I don't mean disembodied. I mean the actual promise of the mission of God from the beginning, the new heaven and new earth where we live together with him forever. So ask yourselves the questions about orienting uh, to chores and tedium, um, the, the ministry of the mundane, of, of the hard Monday or the, the, the late night working hard on something, the, the meals that you prepare for your family, the, the sacrifices you make for one another, and the joy you have in the world, all of it, all of it as part of the mission of God and the mission of the church in the world. We'll talk more about how that uh, really manifests in acts of hospitality and in our vocations and in our work of justice in the world. But know this, that every single moment of your life, every single act that you take can be and you will be most proud of most excited about as you're able to orient that toward the reality of God's mission in the world.